The Mysterious World of Eve Chuttleson, Table Setting of Doom, by Eve Chuttleson. Fraxine was feeling rather vivacious as she hand-polished nearly every piece of fine silver in her china closet. She always felt that it was extremely wise to be prepared for an impromptu formal dinner extravaganza than to be caught with a shabby set of silver. As Fraxine delicately and carefully replaced all of the freshly polished silver into her antique china closet she caught her perilously expensive high heel dancing shoes in a vintage floor heat register. Fraxine's perilously expensive high heel dancing shoes were completely destroyed and she nearly fell into the basement when she thought she heard the town's giant storm siren blaring in the distance. Heavens, she thought to herself. I'd better check outside to see exactly what is going on with the weather. After cautiously closing the treacherously heavy silverware drawer, Fraxine swept into her main living room and carefully peered out the leaded glass windows. A calamitous storm was indeed brewing outside, as the noontime sky had become as black as night. Petrified with fright, but still being mindful of a new recipe she wanted to try, Fraxine clambered up several flights of stairs to the turret library. Up in this exquisitely appointed library, Fraxine stored all of her favorite pieces of literature including several signed copies of Hints from Heloise. Uproarious thunder crashed outside and the wind picked up to a gale force. Fraxine desperately searched for her favorite wheat-inspired cookbook amongst the dozens of solid mahogany bookshelves. Suddenly a mysterious sensation swept over Fraxine and she abandoned the quest for her favorite wheat-inspired cookbook. Without an ounce of caution Fraxine hastily dashed over to her antique telephone and feverishly dialed her friend Claudone's phone number. Claudone had once owned and operated a lavishly expensive cabaret restaurant in the west, and Fraxine recalled a particularly heavenly dessert that had been featured there. Claudone happened to be at home and instantly answered the frantically ringing telephone. Claudone, it's Fraxine. I simply must have the recipe for that unearthly almond and clove dessert that you used to feature at your lavishly expensive cabaret restaurant in the West Fraxine gasped. Puzzled, yet filled with enthusiasm, Claudone tried to pinpoint which dessert Fraxine was chattering about when a sudden immense crash of thunder seemed to usher in an incredibly intense storm outside. Startled by the immense crash of thunder, Claudone dropped the phone and dashed into the winter breakfast room of her rambling old house to peer out of the giant windows. The scene outside was one of high wind, leaves whisking about and sheets of icy rain and hail racing from the bleak and dark sky. Claudone nearly escaped consciousness as she peered at the calamitous weather but quickly picked up the telephone receiver and expressed her extreme concern to Frexine. Fraxine heard a desperate concern in Claudone's warbled voice and told her that she would pick up their good friends Bonshaw and Rebecca Swiftine and hurry over to ride out the storm. Before Claudone could warn Fraxine of any impending danger the phone went dead. Feeling that Fraxine, Bonshaw and Rebecca Swiftine could be entering into a perilously hazardous situation, Claudone decided to make her abode ready to accommodate the girls for a few days. Summoning up every ounce of energy and wisdom, Claudone hurriedly prepared three sumptuous cove roasts and placed them into separate slow cookers each with a particularly interesting combination of herbs and delicate wines. In addition Claudone managed to whip up several loaves of freshly baked baguette, three nimbler berry pies, over 30 dozen whisk crisps, a gigantic coffee urn of hot sanker, several salads and cheese trays and much more. In her frenzy, Claudone also prepared all of the upper level bedrooms for guests with fresh linens homemade hand soaps, kerosene lanterns and fresh flowers, never one to be unprepared, Claudone set to her massive dining hall table with all of her finest china, 
leaded crystal and hand-knit silk placemats and freshly pressed linens. She also made certain that her four 10,000 horsepower backup generators were fully stocked with gasoline and that the travel cycles were ready in the event that the girls needed to flee in haste from the storm. Feeling rather wise and accomplished, Claudone swept down the giant staircase and whirled into her den where the fireplace crackled with a warm and roaring fire. A suddenly inspired Catherine Twill landed Claudone in the ash bucket where her priceless silk and burlap slimming slacks were completely destroyed. Oh no, my beautiful and priceless silk and burlap slimming slacks have been completely destroyed. I may never find another pair like them, she lamented. Meanwhile Fraxine felt strongly that she should drive her smart car to pick up Bonchal and Rebecca Swiftine. Unfortunately Fraxine discovered that her smart car had been borrowed by the Pixie Group to deliver 900 pounds of free candies, chocolates, mints, licorice, handmade crackers, deluxe soups and a collection of incredibly rare antiques to the Yapovat Thrift Center and nearby Tope City. Unfettered by the smart car situation, Fraxine leapt into her pickup truck and ventured out into the wildly harrowing weather. The sky was still very dark and bleak and the wind had picked up to nearly 90 miles per hour. Amidst the raging wind, icy rain, sleet, hail and a barrage of leaves Fraxine forged ahead with intense caution over to Bonchal's centrally located abode. Bonchal knew that the weather might demand all of her brightest outdoor lights to be blazing so she cautiously flipped the breaker. Suddenly Bonchal saw a calamity unfold in front of her eyes. Bonchal's new neighbor Tova Roaster accidentally backed into her house causing the roof to collapse. Aghast yet completely concerned, Bonchal ran out into the menacing storm and caught her best silk cape on the lamppost and tore it to shreds. Bonchal's best silk cape was completely destroyed. Bonchal felt that time was of the essence and made a mad dash over to Tova Roaster's house to see if she could help out. When she arrived on the scene it appeared that Bonchal had misjudged the damage. As Tova Roaster was just emerging from her fabulous new car and her house was only partially destroyed. Although Bonchal was highly vexed over what she had actually witnessed from her kitchen window, she now felt compelled to invite Tova Roaster to join her, Frexy and Rebecca Swifteen over at Claudone's house. That sounds like a really hip, crazy and cool idea. Tova Roaster squealed. Tova Roaster was so filled with sudden enthusiasm that she decided to cobble together a fabulous cool whip jello dessert loaded with the most fresh seasonal fruits and vegetables. Bonchal, who was always incredibly thrilled with anything jello oriented, offered a hand in the kitchen and accidentally destroyed Tova Roaster's new dishwasher. Bonchal felt strongly that the new dishwasher wasn't connected to the water line correctly and tried to kick it into place. Unfortunately the sheer force of Bonchal's powerful kicks completely destroyed the perilously expensive and ultra-modern dishwasher. Feeling rather somber, Bonchal offered to either replace Tova Roaster's dishwasher with an even more advanced and powerful model or hand-wash all her dishes forever. Tova Roaster jumped at the offer of a luxurious new dishwasher, as the unit that Bonchal had completely destroyed had been making ominous grinding and crashing noises for several weeks and weekends. As Bonchal called Burpa Tunker's appliance warehouse to order a replacement dishwasher, Tova Roaster felt the urge to kick up her heels and knit a pepper milk cozy. Those plans were completely destroyed when Tova Roaster's power went out unexpectedly. Bonchal let out a blood-curdling scream of horror and then tore her perilously expensive party slacks to shreds on Tova Roaster's antique wig stand. Bonchal's perilously expensive party slacks were completely destroyed. In addition, 
all of Tova Roaster's lavishly expensive high fashion wigs fell into a crock pot of simmering chili, to add further chaos to the frantic situation, with the power out and no blazing lights to guide the passage. Frexine arrived in Bonchal's driveway and crashed into her Hawaii-inspired sun porch. In addition the raging storm was becoming progressively more harrowing. Frexine was attempting to be brave as she carefully lumbered out of her truck to inspect the extreme destruction to Bonchal's Hawaii-inspired sun porch. Frexine busted out her incredibly intense flashlight to illuminate the scene. As fate would have it, Frexine's collision with Bonchal's Hawaii-inspired sun porch was only very slight. The only damage was a very slightly bent hula skirt display and a dangerously leaning palm tree. Bonchal and Tova Roaster were peering gingerly through Tova's kitchen window and began sending light and sound signals to Fraxine to alert her to hurry over. Fraxine was startled by the mysterious flickering lights and the ominous chirping noises and slipped on a wayward hula skirt and tore her woefully expensive dancing blouse on one of the ramshackle boards on Bonchal's Hawaii-inspired sun porch. Fraxine's woefully expensive dancing blouse was completely destroyed. Stricken with disgust and extreme fear, Fraxine hustled over to Tova Roaster's abode. As she bolted up the back stairs, Fraxine's brand new Chelsea wig blew away in the incredibly fierce wind. Fraxine's frightfully expensive Chelsea wig was threaded with no less than $3,000 worth of rare and precious gems and had once been worn by Deborah Dube during her concerts in Viriel Village nearly 100 years ago. As Fraxine winced in horror over the loss of her precious Chelsea wig, Bonchal and Tova Roaster whisked her into the kitchen where the power had returned. Once the light had returned to full illumination Tova Roaster realized that all of her antique wigs had been completely destroyed in the simmering crock pot of chili. Tova Roaster was not terribly happy at the complete destruction of her antique wigs not to mention the loss of an entire crock pot of her universally famous chili but was slightly comforted to be invited to ride out the storm at Claudone's rambling old home. Fraxine was certain to tell the girls to hurry and pack their mini travel bags because they still had to navigate many woefully dangerous roads and trails to pick up Rebecca Swiftine. Rebecca Swiftine lived nearly 37 miles to the north, dangerously close to the Schatzville Cookie Emporium. Everyone in the trek knew how much Fraxine loved the surprisingly delicious cookies from the Schatzville Cookie Company and that regardless of the nearly hurricane-force wind Fraxine might be extremely tempted to stop suddenly and get some pop-pop-pop-boom cookie bits. With the girls all piled into her truck, Fraxine used all of her navigation wisdom to carefully progress to Rebecca Swiftine's log cabin. As they passed the gigantic Shartsville Cookie Company sign, glowing like a beacon of hope, Bonchal and Tova Roaster began chanting and clapping wildly to distract Fraxine from pop-pop-pop-boom cookie temptation. Fraxine slowed the truck down and whispered a thought of hope as she passed the illustrious cookie company. She knew that if she stopped she would spend thousands of dollars there, and with the storm intensifying dramatically it might not be a wise decision. Bonchal suggested that they pop in a cassette tape into the player and sing festive tunes on the way over to Rebecca Swiftine's log cabin. Tova Roaster happened to have a cassette tape handy in her wicker purse and handed it to Bonchal. Bonchal put the tape into the player and it instantly began playing the Timber Toot song from the Bilbo Shonk Teen Time show from many decades ago. Frexine was thrilled, as this was her favorite television show when she was growing up in the 1930s. The time ticked away swiftly as Frexine navigated the treacherous back roads and trails to Rebecca Swiftine's log cabin all the while clapping and singing along to the tuneful songs on the cassette player. 
Suddenly Tova Roaster thought that she might have left her purse at home and Fraxine brought her truck to a halt so everyone could quickly collect their thoughts and research for the missing purse. Fortunately for everyone involved, including Rebecca Swiftine, Tova Roaster's purse was in the truck, as Bonchul had accidentally been sitting on it. Rebecca Swiftine, who had been patiently awaiting Fraxine's ride to Claudone's house, felt the need to hastily write a note to her sister-in-law Bota about the new television lineup coming in the fall. As Rebecca Swiftine wrote down the perilously important facts and information the massive wind blew down her incredibly rare hand-painted birdhouse. At the exact same moment, Frexine pulled into the driveway and laid on the horn. Rebecca Swiftine was torn between attempting to rescue her incredibly rare hand-painted birdhouse from the wild wind, or hustling into the warmth of the truck. Rebecca Swiftine strongly felt that she should get in the truck as she had seen the incredibly rare hand-painted birdhouse whisk away into the torrents of the wildly raging Shrubberport River where it was completely destroyed. As Rebecca Swiftine lumbered into the truck with tears in her eyes, all the girls tried to comfort her as they too had witnessed the apparent destruction of the incredibly rare hand-painted birdhouse. Fraxine managed to back out of Rebecca Swiftine's treacherous driveway and was navigating to Claudone's rambling old house where they would all ride out the storm when they all heard a crunching and grinding noise. As it turned out, Tova Roaster's cassette tape of classic tunes was completely destroyed in the tape player. Tova Roaster shed a few tears and then announced that it was imperative that they stop at a nearby Spice and Notions shop to stock up on Bolly and Rhubarb tea for Claudone. Fraxine announced that she had packed extra bolly and rhubarb tea in her purse and continued to forge ahead. As the hours passed the ferocious storm intensified and nearly blew the truck into a barn. With the wind now over 100 miles per hour, Fraxine drove into the carport at Claudone's house and all the girls grabbed their mini travel bags and scurried into the comfortable and warm abode. Claudone swept into the foyer and did the triple twirl to express her higher level of enthusiasm. Rebecca Swiftine then stumbled over the elegant yet unusually heavy brocade rug and toppled into a 400-year-old grandfather clock sending it smashing to the floor. Claudone felt strongly that it was her fault since she had just relocated the clock from her winter cabin in nearby Putabolanaville village. Rebecca Swiftine suggested that they pay closer attention to the weather as the storm sirens were blaring at top volume. Even though her 400-year-old grandfather clock was completely destroyed and Tova Roaster expressed concern over a sudden and severe bellyache, Claudone was thrilled that they all had made it over to her house safely. Even the unexpected Tova Roaster, who she had never met, the girls all felt that bowling in the basement bowling alley was a wise idea and bowled for several hours until dinner was served. The end.